You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, so I think it'd be cool now if we cut to perhaps a cafeteria sink. So we can see one of those old, you know, the, the, your school, of course, is very Hogwarts. It's a very old English building. So there's sort of polished wood floorboards and you have a, a school cafeteria that is full of tables that, frankly, you would imagine uh, nobility having tea at. And so you're, you have a, one of those nice little sort of o- almost open air balconies, you know, overlooking the green of the, uh, the school grounds. And the five of you are, of course, all huddled around the, are all huddled around the table, chowing down on some food, having a, maybe a bit of a debrief after the day's excitement. Whistle of smoke and bits of scorched grass on the oval. Indeed, sir. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what do you do? Who would like to, uh, I don't know, maybe offer some comforting words to each other? Some support? Some carefully constructed criticism? <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to start with the compliment sandwich. <laughs> You fucked it, Hinge. No, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> My character has a far more English accent than I do, and that's how you can tell the two apart. I see. Hinge, I like you because you're funny. <laughs> you, you fucked everything up, and you should feel bad. Um, what's, the, what's, what's the last part of that sandwich, buddy? <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> Uh, no, I think um, I keep I keep wanting to call my character Hurst. <laughs> oh, buddy, I miss him. I <laughs> uh, saw Sam Sykes, the author, tweeting about like, oh, what if half walk, but parents weren't there, but were just kind of embarrassing, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch, you stole my thing. <laughs> so I I think uh, Chester will be like, well, I mean, we did pretty well on the thing on the uh, course, but I think really we might have actually saved some lives today. Huh. Uh, you know, if there's any justice in this world, uh, that might even get counted towards our grades, but I doubt it. I doubt it. And yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I think we did a really good thing today, and I think we should all be proud of ourselves. Oh, that definitely sounds like you're trying to comfort and support Hinge. Would you please roll and add your mundane? Yes. Out of interest, is this directed at one person? Oh! Is, 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 this, is this directed to everyone? <laughs> I just rolled a 13, so I think it is directed at everybody, Tom. (laughs) I think if I roll a 13, I can do whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) Oh, well, really? Is that how it works, is it? No, so... Rock boy falls. Rock boy is still hot, falls through the ceiling above, and uh, everybody dies. No, in your case, this is quite specific. Uh, You clear a condition, or shift labels if they open up to you. On a 10+, plus, you can also add team to the pool, and clear a condition yourself, or clear a condition yourself. So first of all, we'll definitely add a team to the pool. Oh, sorry. Either or clear a condition on yourself. Well, I've got two conditions on myself, so yes. I'm going to clear a condition on myself. You made yourself feel good. Selfish bastard. Well, I've already <laughs> added a team to the pool, and what have you bloody done? Wow. Oof. I carried the team, Mark. Hey, is your... Yeah, and then we had to carry you. Hey, is one of your... Oof. <laughs> so now... Is one of your conditions angry? Because maybe not clear that one. <laughs> I think clearly quite a lot of anger still. Oh, get rid of guilt. Search. Now, here's the main thing. Yeah. You do have to open up to him in order to mark potential clearer condition or shift labels. That's good at all. And then it is Mark's decision as to whether or not what you do or what you say counts as opening up. All right. 
so let's see, last thing that you said after it all went. Yeah, but we did a good job, we saved some lives. Yes. Alright. What you thinking about Hinch? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your dreams. I don't know, I just... It seems like... You ever feel like at one moment... Everyone tells you that you always need to be planning, you always need to be thinking like two steps ahead, that you need to think the consequences through before you do the action. I mean, that's the that's the big thing they kept hammering about us after <clears throat> uh, looking around to make sure no one else was in this shot, after Earthfall. Mm. And you try to do that, but we weren't thinking that far ahead, and we weren't thinking ahead at all, we just focused on the problem. You're right, we did save some lives. I wonder whether there's just like a bunch of bullshit as to spending that much time on it. Thinking about, you know, if you, if you stop to think about it, then the cost is lives. I mean, we didn't cost any lives, we... But we did that by, by reacting, by going with our gut. Yes, but when we do things, people see us as kids essentially doing things. And so when we fuck up, they see us as kids fucking up. If we were adults, they would just be like, well, you know, accidents happen, but then, well, that's, we're always going to be unfairly judged for what we do. Everyone expects us to be better, but also everyone expects us to make mistakes and is ready to... Pounce on that. Pounce on that, yeah. I, I know sometimes you feel like what we did wasn't worth what came of it and what's happened to us since that, but we can only do the best we can. And at the end of the day, I don't think we should be shedding much tears for... I mean, I know people have become homeless and that's tragic, but they were just things. They... If the situation was reversed and we were destroyed and those houses were still here, the houses wouldn't be worrying about us. They're just things. So we try to do better next time, but we did the best we could. It's up to you, of course. Do you think that counts as a hinge opening up to you? I think so, like, because I think that, like, the sort of revelation that maybe in the darker parts of his mind or when he's in a bit of a more foul mood, mm. he thinks that what happened wasn't worth it was... Like, that's something you kind of don't want to admit to your friends to be mm. like... That's very true. I think that we made a mistake or I think that we didn't... That we didn't help. In that case, yes, you may definitely clear a condition, I should say. Eclipse has just been kind of sitting there quietly during this conversation, almost a small little storm cloud over her head, and she said nothing and contributed nothing to the discussion, and instead, all of a sudden, you just hear a shattering sound, <laughs> and the glass that she was holding in her right hand has shattered because she was holding it so tightly mm. in her angry and tightly wound state. She has broken something and therefore released some tension. Uh, a little bit guilty still and insecure, but no longer angry. That's great. I'm going to say that Miss Brisk all of a sudden just <laughs> appears next to you and says, Go and get a dustpan and brush, please. Uh, yes, ma'am. Clean that, clean that up. Sorry, yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay, no stranger when Shahida gets back. No strange. <laughs> Harold being no stranger to sitting sullenly with a black cloud over your head. Yes. Um, will I might just try and do this, you know, non-verbally. Just I'll just give Shahira a look, you know, slightly raised eyebrows, like, right, you know. Yeah, sometimes you just mess up, and uh, that's it. Yeah, just move on. Shatter a glass. Move on. It's okay. Here I am. Still here. You're still here. Just that kind of look. Okay, that's good. So, so all in a look, of course. Okay. Yeah, just like a sort of a yeah. I see you shatter the glass and get in trouble for it. Like, oh look, you know, you're feeling bad, and now you're getting in trouble for feeling bad. And yeah, the thing right? is, you also know about my doom. Yeah, I know, and I, I was very yeah. You know, I feel like sitting there suddenly brooding on your future is uh, something we probably both share a bit. It's kind of like a well. 
well, everything's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we both got doom in different ways. All right, yeah. that, that's pretty cool. I'll allow that. You may roll a confidence support. Roll and add your mundane. Yeah, see, it's not great, but anyway, mm-hmm. I tried. <laughs> see what I roll. Five. I'm good at non-verbal communications. I'm not. <laughs> so probably because my facial expressions yeah, don't really go the way I want them to. Yeah. Like a suggestive eyebrow waggle. But your face is shifting as well, so the look that you're trying to get, your whole face is also kind of contorting uh, yeah. in unusual ways in order to make that I look used happen. to be good at non-verbal communication. <laughs> oh god. Indeed. In fact, does, does, may I, may I ask, does Eclipse currently have influence over you? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. I, I was going to suggest that as a, as a potential outcome there is you're, you're really invested now. You really care what she, what she thinks of you because, you know, you want to um, to make sure that you can cheer her up type thing. But she already has influence over you, so that, that, that works perfectly well then. Look, I don't think we've got a lot of a chance to really, you know, clearly we've got a whole lot of frustration now. We need to get out of our system. And uh, what's happening after lunch? Is there any additional classes or how, does lunch, how long does lunch go for? Uh, oh, lunch goes for an hour or so and then you have got a... A road trip. Okay. You, you have a, you, you have school, a sco- trip. school trip. You have a school excursion in the right. afternoon. Yeah, because there's a big well, difference between going on a road trip yeah. <laughs> with buddies yes. and a school and a school excursion. I think we've got enough time. Let's. let's <laughs> I think we've got enough time. Let's just let's meet at the clubhouse. Let's make a couple of punching bags. Sorry that they uh, <laughs> that they got put into this uh, into this hideout. Let's just, you know, take the opportunity to blow off some steam. I like that. So do, do we cut to a little montage of you doing a training session in your in your clubhouse? I think so. Uh, if Descri- everyone's on board with it. Describe the clubhouse. Alright, so this is a clubhouse that Fulcrum uh, provided. And it was located uh, closely within the school. Nice. Got a private gym, essentially. Yeah. Of sorts. Yeah. That, that's cool. I like that idea. It's pretty much that. Oh, what do you got? Like some sort of room of requirement? Uh, no, there's nothing magical about it, but I am going to build on something that we established in Avalon. Please do. This hideout is one of the castles built upon a skyscraper that we um, uh, alluded to, Allah Gargoyles. That's right. Yes. Yes. In the world building. That's amazing. So, seated on top of um, a tower of glass and steel, there is, um, there is stone with the weight of history upon it. There is uh, a coat of arms that has a set of justice scales balanced evenly dividing the shield into uh, two quadrants black and white within that that's awesome within that uh, yes there is uh, a gymnasium number of um, uh, pads and punching bags uh, a couple of things that are designed to measure the output of um, force that you're putting behind uh, punches various um, treadmills and um, other uh gymnastic equipment an archery range as well exactly that yeah that's cool. a whole bunch of things that yeah uh, basically you can practice on and cut loose a bit that's awesome that's great so we see so does everyone have a good old-fashioned superhero workout exercising their various skills and such and yeah and as, as i preface this as we go in you go nuts i'm not the one that's paying for it so i think um <laughs> actually in, in instead of spending this time training as such training is the excuse yeah yeah well, it's to, it's to get together and have some privacy and mm. be able to kind of be ourselves yeah um, blow some steam yeah, yeah. so uh, eclipse is actually going to walk up to harold and just says um I, I haven't tried any of this before but do you mind and just kind of like outstretches her hand a little bit over his misshapen arm she actually has body trans, um, transmutation as well. Mm-hmm. She's going to see if maybe she can try to correct or calm something a, a little bit about, uh, you know, he, he's 
his current form. Mm, okay, cool. I like that. That's awesome. Um, this in mechanically uh, is that she has uh, guilty and one of those, the ways in which you can deal with uh, assuaging guilt is to sacrifice for someone. So it's going to take her, it's going to take a little bit of energy out of her to, to do this. So in order to roll that, what would I be doing? Unleashing my powers? So just, just for a really clear, you are trying to use... Okay. Comfort or support him, really. I guess it's, uh, I consider it to be like a heal thing, but if that overall comforts and supports uh, mechanically, then yeah. Yeah, just because that's, I mean, that is why you're doing it, I guess, right? Is to comfort and support him, to make him feel better about himself, try, try and help him out, more or less. Sure. So, so yeah, it, it would it would be comfort or support. So, roll an agile mundane. Alrighty, let's give this a go. Nice. 11. Whoa, there we go. All right, so you can choose to, to clear a condition or add a team to the pool. You've cleared one of my conditions. You've made me feel a bit better. If you if you open up to her, okay. yes. Yeah. I will, I'm not assuaging guilty, but I'll take the insecure just about being yet more of a freak. All right, and then in order, oh, I see, yes, right. I try to help you back if I can. Um, no, no, d- just it, open up just to her. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think of... Uh... Doesn't have to be much, you know, like, honestly, it, it does not have to be overly elaborate. It also doesn't have to be verbal. No, no yeah. I'll, I'll give you something to work with. So she just says, um, I'm sorry if this is a rude question, but does it hurt when you do your transmutations? Because mine, mine doesn't, but yours look a little more difficult. No, they don't. It's good. It's just change, shifting. The pain comes from, difficulty comes from not being able to who I want to be anymore. Okay, that's interesting. I think that counts. Yeah. So you, you of course, can uh, clear a condition and you can as well because you've got a 10 plus. Mm. What are you clearing, guilty or...? Uh, yeah, guilty. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. You tried to cover up the arm, didn't quite work, so you just fixed the arm. Yeah. So I think also, so narratively, my arm, with you helping, I guess, maybe you're providing structure or template, and I am able to, you know, it's still not great, but it's definitely not the Cronenberg thing it was before. There's a little bit more function in movement, and Mm. it's just smoothed things down Mm. a little bit, so it's not quite as barnacled or or spiked looking. Yeah. Ricochet, what's Ricochet doing? You haven't heard from Ricochet in a while. Ricochet is brooding. Oh, doing a, doing a brood. Doing huh? a brood. In true delinquent style. So not trying to comfort or support anyone, just kind of sitting there. You got a bit of castle wall overlooking. Uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there anyone on this team not brooding right now? <laughs> it's not that upset brooding, but it's more of that thinking, calculating sort of... She's just calculating, like thinking about it, mulling over it. Where are you doing that? Let's go with the, like, on the, on the on terrace overlooking the fucking <laughs> thing. So you're on the, like, the parapets of the, uh... On the parapets, just on her phone. Just kind of, <laughs> eh, yeah. She's actually going over footage from the, um, from this whole fucking debacle that oh, happened earlier on in the day. From Earthfall? Yeah. Oh, no, so not from Earthfall. All from, from the exam. From this morning. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. Re- reviewing it and being like, man, if we're allowed to finish it, we've got such a high score. Yeah, kind of God damn it. I was doing I was doing so well. Man, her eyes are really fucking blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Okay, that I believe I have influence on you. So I'll see you there. Mm-hmm. Tap 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 tap. See you kinda of looking at the phone, standing at the edge. Mm-hmm. Call out in a don't jump. <laughs> what? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, it meant to be a joke. I mean you can jump all you want, you just teleport right back here, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. This is Sounds exactly like a teenage so balance. Dumb. Like, awkward teenage conversation to me. That's what we're trying for. That's amazing. Uh, I, 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 sorry, just 
You've been a bit quiet. Yeah, I'm not really a team sort of person. Were you a team sort of person when you were back in the States? Not really, no. <laughs> Maybe it just hasn't been the best of hasn't been the best of times joining up with the team. I mean, you meet us and the next thing you know you're stuck in superhero boarding school. What are you doing? What? What am I what Are you are you Are you trying to bond with me? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, does bond mean something different over where you come from? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm just trying to be a nice guy. Well, it sounds like you're trying really? to confidence support. <laughs> I know, but I'm also well aware how awkward a guy approaching uh, a girl doing this can sound. I know, that's great. You know what I actually, this is playing in. Okay. Yes, it is. That's great. Like, you're not trying to... What? Oh, no. What? Stop it. I don't need comforting. Just trying to be... Just trying to be nice. I mean, the point of being in a team is having each other's backs, right? Yeah. You know what? Fine, forget it. I tried. Ooh. Oh no. Oof. Storm on. Storm on. Yeah. Unless you want to do something about it. Not really. You <laughs> this. You this. All right. Oof. <laughs> then back to the phone. We cut to the school excursion. We see basically a long shot of, of downtown Avalon. City squares, monuments, of course. We see the skyline with the aforementioned older buildings and castles on top of much more modern skyscraper design. We see a school bus. Big yellow school bus. No. I know they're not oh, yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong, yeah. It's a double-decker red bus. It's a double-decker. It's <laughs> clearly... <laughs> sure these are not school buses. They're not, but as long as they're going with stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it, let's do it. It's a double-decker red school bus, and you all pile out, okay? We see the teacher that has to be your chaperone for the day. Nadia, would you please describe Mr. Holler? Mr. Holler is uh, just a, the most British man you've ever seen in your life. Uh, he's just wearing brown slacks, brown shoes, uh, an off-white shirt, a brown sweater vest, uh, and one of those, like... Cap, soft caps? Is that uh, what they're called? The yeah. soft caps. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Pale in complexion, um, and he has narrow eyes and they're close together. He's one of the most unassuming people you've really ever seen and uh, probably quite likely to overlook. Well, there you go. So he gets out of the bus and, of course, in his mild and unassuming manner, is trying to wrangle all of you kids. So, I guess uh, just try to form... An orderly cue, if you would, while we approach the memorial. Uh, so the memorial stands in front of the public headquarters of one of the most eminent superhero groups in all of the city. They number only five, but they kick ass and they take names like nobody's business. There's a big crowd here today. Think of like the Hall of Justice type situation, right? This is where everyone knows that the, you know, the big five exists. What is the name of the memorial and whom was the last person to be inscribed on it? The memorial is just for all of the fallen supers of that have died protecting the city. Yeah, exactly right. Alright, did we, we established that there was a round table, I think, is a round table of heroes? Yes. In Avalon? That is correct. And I think we may have talked about the notion of some sort of legacy uh, hero, like a person who has the title. Mm-hmm. Mordred. Yeah. He's one of those people. He's one of those people, but Mordred is the one that we're celebrating at this point, I suppose. Could have been a father, but yeah. Well, yeah, there's lots of different superhero groups across different cities, across, you know, the whole area, so... Do we talk about 
Do we use Arthur at one point or another? I forget. I thought we, we did. Use, like, you had speculated that Arthur could perhaps have been one of the original sort yeah. of superheroes. Also, the current main leader of the city and main superhero is the Colonel. Well, no, sorry, pardon me. The Colonel was the first. Yes. The first modern one. She was the, the first modern one, yes. The Captain. Yeah, oh, the Captain, was, sorry. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was the World War Two one. Yes. Uh, how about, okay, so there's a notion that Arthur will come back at some point at England's uh, darkest hour. Yes. If we build on that being a legacy, uh, we can say that there has been throughout uh, England uh, a person who has inherited the mantle of Arthur, if not the prominence and prestige. That's super cool. They are known as, they're known as, let's call them the monarch, for lack of a better term. The monarch! Yeah. <laughs> there we go. But for each person that has um, been given this power and this responsibility, <laughs> it has always ended in some sort of noble sacrifice. And um, their names throughout uh, each, unto each generation or each time that it's turned up is inscribed there. That's perfect. I think I like that a lot. That's fantastic. So, so what's the superhero group name? That's what we're. So we need to know the superhero group name and the, the memorial name. last na- name inscribed on the thing. So yours was referring to the last name. Subs- yep, last name of this of um, who inherited the powers of um, Arthur. Okay. What is their name? Let's see. If we want to make it legacy like uh, the same name over and over again we could go with the monarch or something equivalent yeah the monarch it's fine they call him the once and future king because it's a legacy I think that's a bit too wordy for a title I agree like, yeah. for a common title when they're not commoners though no I every day yeah. but I, I don't mind future king yeah the future king the future king okay that's just what they call him but the two dots yeah. like the once and because so the future it's a, king has fallen long live the king and the name of the group there's the obvious illusion just call them the knights the yeah. knights that's cool the knights is good I very much like that knights is good obviously people yeah, knights at the round table the rest of <laughs> let's lock in knights shall we Okay then, so you can see of course that you know this um, memorial stands there, there's a large crowd all around the place, Mr. Holler is pacing back and forth, eventually he sort of like, I, no, oh, oh, Obscura, Obscura, get back here. (laughs) Okay, so the crowd thins around you for a moment and people look uh, sort of concerned and confused. He says, all right, all right, all right, everyone have a look for Obscura, please, she's gone missing again. This is the third field trip in a row. Please, same as last time, fan out. Let's have a really good look. Call out her name. Put a leash on her and be done with it. So she's only 12, and um, amongst her powers are invisibility. And she is very naughty, and there is always an issue whenever she decides to bugger off in the middle of a school trip. You see her around campus sometimes, like you're vaguely familiar with her. Do we, though? (laughs) Sometimes you do, yes, indeed. So, um, is she a troublemaker though? Like, is she literally pulling pranks into the lag, or is just because she just keeps disappearing? (laughs) She's a bit. She basically just likes to uh, just just likes to blend into the crowd and bugger off, and seems to delight in the fact that people have to pull their hair out searching for her. She's twelve. Yeah. So, are you going to search for her or let? Somebody else do that? <laughs> I feel like it's someone else's problem. It could be. Like, the faculties. <laughs> because <laughs> well, he's literally their responsibility. Mr. Holler is definitely running around, Obscura! Obscura! To the point, though, unfortunately, that his power is actually, true to the name, a extreme booming voice. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's... 
boom, I'm scared. Like, it sort of echoes <laughs> right across the crowd. Like, everyone in the crowd sort of stops for a second and turns to look at him. A small child starts to cry. <laughs> <laughs> How do people in Albion, I mean, is it, is it like X-Men, where supers are feared and hated? Or is it, what's the general vibe? What is the general it's part of the use of the word vibe? Well, it is more <laughs> the standard superhero setup where, you know, for the most part, people like yeah. and respect uh, superheroes and so, so you wouldn't have people like bloody superheroes or whatever. Uh, you, 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 could, you could have Probably some. have at least one political party where that's their entire Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in general, they're a part of, they're an integrated part of society. Okay, I just wonder, because like, would yeah. people be complaining that now there's a superhero running around yelling, or do they go, or is it just like, kind of the price we pay yeah. to not be obliterated kind hey. of thing? I don't it's know. used to weird shit happening constantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I honestly wondering. think it probably varies, but... I guess my question is: is, yes. is is anybody going to be searching for obscure use? You know, certainly don't have to, but that's most uh, certainly. Eclipse is going to try to huddle everybody in and just says. So you, uh, so you, you, so you grab everyone, basically bring, yeah. bring everyone together, um, and just uh, huddles with everybody and just says, maybe um, we can we can spread out and, uh, and and talk to each other on our phones if we see anything. I've searched for her once before. Teacher asked me to do that a couple of weeks ago when she left class. Uh, it turns out she didn't leave class at all. She was just sitting in the chair. So <laughs> she never really goes Fucking far. Fucking Muppets. I, I guess is my point. Um, but she likes to talk to people as well. So I don't know. I don't really feel like being an idiot trying to chase around somebody who's invisible while she's laughing at me. Does anybody Again? have um, technology to see invisible people? Or no. does anybody's powers do that? I can smell her out. You can smell people? Yeah. Can't mm-hmm. you? Well, hang on. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, do you have a noise? But normally we're polite enough not to talk about it. <laughs> smell bloody Chester after he's come off the field. Use deodorant, mate. <laughs> you look like a god and you smell like the underworld. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Like it's well natured. It's it's well natured. Yeah. But it's, no, it's like he's just like like he's talking about literally like walking off the field and like I walk past you and you're always immediate like oh my god have a shower already. He's like I just stepped off the field. Lock is You've been standing here for hours. Yeah. No. I could. Olfactory senses can be enhanced. I mean, I I can only just wander around and call out the name, but um, you know, you do that. Distract better than nothing. Distractor. I'll sniff her out. Alright then. So you want to Presumably that I, mean, I, I can I can I can alter out I can alter my like physiology it. to the point where my smell like like a dog, like a dog could find a like that. It can't be that hard to increase my olfactory senses. No, absolutely. I, I, I like that actually yes. because you, yeah, you can definitely do that. So, w- so basically, you just start to move your way through the crowd. Looking, that? Looking see, how well, see how effectively I do that. Or um, really? No, no, no. Is I mean, a given of the power. Once again, it's, it makes perfect sense. You've justified it perfectly. If you can turn yourself into a wolf's nose, the things you wolves' noses are insane. They can just mm, yeah. do so many remarkable things. So yeah. we'll say, yeah, definitely. I like it. It's a good creative use of your power. So you you sniff her out. You make your way through the crowd. Eventually, you can see off. To the side, uh, a slightly elderly sort of council worker uh, is chatting to Obscura. And you know, she's short, she's got sort of curly, really, really sort of frizzy, curly brown hair, pale skin, freckles. She's there in her school uniform, just having a chat to this council wor- worker who's sort of a tall, grizzled looking fellow, broad shouldered. Uh, graying hair with a very military style kind of buzz cut and so forth and um, basically as you come upon the two of them sort of chatting around happily yeah so he's a he's a council worker he's kind of you know sweeping up 
under under a couple of the big you know sort of Greek style pillars you know in out, out the out the front of this particular location. So he you know sort of looks at you and then looks at you and then looks at you and stares at you as you approach. And then you realize that he looks to be very, very angry. And the expression that he turns to drink you in is one of definite hostility. Was he being hostile to Obscura? No. They were, ch- they, they were, they were getting along fine. They were getting along fine. Then you, So Rocker, she's probably making up porky pies about us. Maybe. So the two of you approach. And yeah. are you all staying back? Like who's? I am. You're, you're staying back. Uh, Ricochet, are you going on the Obscura hunt? Uh, I'll take along. Okay, so you're there. And uh, what about yourself, Phoenix? Yeah, I think Phoenix is coming along, but I don't, like... He's he's sort of just there for, essentially, moral support. He can't actually contribute anything too useful, because yeah. this isn't his field of expertise. That's all good. Okay, then. So, as you approach, he locks eyes at you, and seems to really be looking at all three of you over. And he actually goes to sort of, like, just to, like, gently, but also very... Possessively. Quite possessively put a hand on Obscura's, you know, blazer collar, and just kind of pulls her back from you. Yeah. But the impression you get is that he's concerned for her being near you rather than any yeah. ill intent that he has. He says, stop right there. I know exactly who you are. I can read you. He says, like, looking you up and down. Uh, what was that? What do we go with with the school name again? The Academy. The Academy. Um, so, yes, we're students from the Academy and that's our peer, Obscura, and we uh, need to take her back to the group, please. I'm not entrusting her into your dangerous hands. Don't you recognize me? I'm the newsreader. And you recall that the newsreader was one of the superheroes that was present at Earthfall. Um, he has an unusual... He's, a, he's an extreme empath and an aurist. And he actually... Basically, he sees auras, but he also sees all people's surface thoughts show up like writing above their heads. <laughs> like actual sort of written um, Sherlock vision almost yeah almost like uh, thought bubbles come up from oh wow uh, uh, boy do I have a thought surface thought for him <laughs> it's like the crawl at the bottom of a, a news yeah. of a news does it sense a profanity maybe you, you, you don't uh, know. you have to ask him <laughs> he's, he's not going to be he's not going to be happy with what I'm thinking right now he says I thought that you would be detained in some government facility by now with, with the hell that you unleashed and failed to contain you could argue that a boarding school is of that equivalent. Please. Yes. You could also argue that these uniforms are incredibly itchy and I hate them. <laughs> Please tell me, mate, how did we unleash Stonehenge? Go ahead, wow me. All I know is that you were present. You have one job to do. Just well, to do it. That's clearly multiple jobs. You are juvenile delinquents. And she... And you are a unauthorised male taking away a minor... How do you think that's going to look in the news? I will gladly give her up to a senior person. Well, then let's go now. You come with us. We're happy for you to stay, but you come with us, with her, right now, (laughs) back to the group. Obscura, are you okay? Oh, yes, I'm fine. Is he causing you trouble? 
No. Oh, others here. Holla! Holla! <laughs> oh, she's over here. Holla! At that point, there's what a cracking. Like at that point, there's a cracking noise, and all of a sudden, the roof of the headquarters does its thing, where it opens up, and this enormous jet shoots off into the sky. Clearly, the superhero group has been called to arms somewhere in the world. The knights ride again. The knights ride again. So everyone sort of stops for a second and stops to look up, and then he looks like, mm, all right, mm, and sort of staring at you before this interrogation nonsense can get much further. As the knights soar off into the into the wild blue yonder, all at that point, as though on cue, and almost definitely on cue for some reason, there is cries of alarm coming from further back in the crowd around where the memoriam is. And you can start to see most of the crowd has stopped and has effectively turned in unison. A lot of them drop whatever they have and start to run sort of full pelt towards the headquarters. Men, women and children, eyes glazed over, several of your fellow students, uh, Mr. Holler as well. Uh, you can just see that they have vacant faces expressing almost nothing. And they start to beat at the doors and just start to basically just as a complete riot crowd try to smash their way into the actual memoriam uh, and to the actual uh, superhero headquarters. What do you do? Right, Both uh, Obscura and the newsreader have uh, looked unaffected as well and are sort of looking in confusion. Just to clarify, we are inside or outside? You are outside. Under the shade of some pillars, the crowd is more or less rushing past you. The people that were further away seem to be unaffected by whatever this is, as right. they are all en masse rushing at the door. Okay, I wasn't with these guys when they were looking for Obscura. This is true, yes, correct. You were further back towards this crowd, in fact. Uh-oh. So... Does that mean I'm under the influence of something, or does it mean that I... No. Uh, luckily, <laughs> yeah. you are not in the ground zero of what, when this uh, effectively took place. But yep. you do, however, see one person standing off to the side who is staring at the crowd. Cool. The man is tall and very, very skinny. He's mm -hmm. got pale skin and a gaunt appearance. His head... Sorry, his hair yep. is dyed bright red. And I mean, like, red, red, like, you know, like, like a... Like a... It's modern mentality. Like, like, I mean, like a sort of a, a very, very bright prime colour red. Like, like red cordial, basically. <laughs> and it's kind of zhuzhed and sort of sticking up Jamie Oliver style. He's got a long black leather jacket on. And uh, he just sort of starts to turn away. And, and he's basically laughing at the crowd. He's just this lone figure standing at the foot of the memorial, grinning. All right. I would like... In that case, to uh, rush my way towards him. Obviously, this guy seems to be the one that's uh, doing something. Yes, indeed. To these people, and I'm not letting him get away. So, not even delaying to call the team. No, okay, there we are. Which I believe addresses an insecure. It does. Mm. It absolutely does. Please go ahead and clear your insecure. Cool. You are not teeing it up with your team as you rush for... So, so what are you doing? What, you... I... I'm going to try and see if I can cut him off. Absolutely. Well, right now, he's just kind of leaning there casually at the memorial, you know. I'm like, oh, sorry, I thought he was walking away. My apologies. Grinning. Oh, sorry. He's, he, he's walking a little bit, a, a little bit away, but very, very slowly. Like, there'll be, there'll be no rush to, no trouble in uh, very, very quickly reaching him. So you can go and try and grab him, or? Yeah, so I'm going right in front of him, confronting him, going somewhere. He looks you up and down, and you realize his eyes glow ever so slightly red. Yes. And he just, get, he, once again, cracks his face into a grin and says, Oh, no, mate, look. This is going to be a riot of a time. Well, it's about time. This field trip's starting to get boring. <laughs> nice. Uh, and, yeah, I'm going to take a swing at it. Fantastic. All right. So, do you want to try and clock in one, basically? I do. Okay. Well, it sounds like you are directly engaging a threat. I am. All right. 
but not doing a really good job. Uh, so let's see, that is three. That's gonna be a two for that one. Okay. So that was a two. That was a two. Alrighty then. So basically what happens is you rush forward yes. and you feel really, really angry. And then you go take a swing at him. Yep. And then all of a sudden his red eyes just burn into you. And all of a sudden, that's it. Ooh. You are now in a rage, in a fitful rage. And you are joining the rest of this group. Sweet. As they are, as you, as you feel compelled to just unleash all manner of hells. You're okay. going to run around and, and uh, as the crowd starts to smash in the buildings, yep. some of the crowd are turning on each other. The four of you see Ben now also with eyes glowing a little bit, with the same sort of vacant rage-filled expression that, that the rest of the crowd have. It seems that, uh, yes, one of, one of your friends has fallen swayed or whatever this is as well. What do you do? Uh, I think that the first thing that that Eclipse is going to think of is where is Zeitgeist? Is she on the trip with us? Yes, absolutely, 100%. She is going to try to bolt through the crowd and locate her as quickly as possible. Okay. She's hoping that with the kind of powers that she has might, not that we have an understanding about what's happening here, but that might actually possibly quash what's happening mm. with the compulsion. No, yeah, that's right. fair. So you so you start to rush off into the crowd and look for Zeitgeist. I look for Zeitgeist. I like that. And uh, what what is anyone else doing? Are anyone going to try to, I don't know, restrain Ben? <laughs> restrain uh, Hinge? Make sure he doesn't hurt himself or others? I'll talk, oh, since I'm already facing and talking to the newsreader. Yes. Like, maybe you should go deal with that mate instead of... <laughs> Okay, so at this point, he just kind of nods and just obviously lets lets Obscura go and basically starts to back off into I'll the point ground. point at her. You, stay here. <laughs> so you point to Obscura and say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. She, she nods and closes her eyes and is invisible. You move from there. <laughs> <laughs> you this... I will tap my, tap my, <laughs> tap my somewhat, you know, elongated nerve. Yeah. I'll know about it. Oh my god, I'm not moving! <laughs> She's like, not moving! Bloody told him. Bloody kids. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Hinge is going on a little bit of a Hinge rampage and he has the physical skills to, once the brawling starts, do some serious damage to onlookers. Does he though? I've yet to see that. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. Probably the best person who could have got one. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody want to try to talk him down, restrain him, just just get him to safety, separate him from said crowd, do anything else with the crowd? Yeah, Go get him. Go get him. So Ricochet is taking a look. Where did Hinge run from? And was there anything there that might have caused him to run from where he was? Oh, excellent. <laughs> Actually, yeah. So if, if you're looking at the direction from which he ran from, you yes. can definitely see the tall man in the black leather jacket with the bright red hair. He's so As the only one that seems to be walking away from it? Exactly so, yes. You see, I Ooh. learned this trick where you, where you throw something at someone and turn the other way. So... Uh -huh. <laughs> Nice. Yes, I know this trick. I'm going to kind of tail him a little bit. Okay, fantastic. Well, he essentially is just, as he sort of backs off a little bit. He's sort of walking around on the outside. You, you, you notice that his, his eyes are ever so slightly glowing red. And yes. he, he is looking at the crowd and grinning wickedly as though admiring his handiwork. So before, before, before she goes, she turns to Phoenix and goes, you deal with Hinge. 
I'm gonna check out this other guy. Oh, yeah, I know. You know. Okay. Just, just, just to avoid that problem where I don't tell anyone where I'm going, possibly get possessed like Hinge has, and then <sighs> just you know fall into the same problem again. Times two. Times two. Yes. Okay. So no, great. So you, so you rush over to the uh, redheaded fellow. Oh, I'm not gonna rush over. Oh, you, you, <laughs> that's 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 not happening. Kind of putting two and two together. Obviously, Hinge had run up to him directly. Yes. And had and had and this is where he this is how he's gotten himself into this situation. That would appear to be the case. Yes. Yes. I'm going to teleport. Is is he next to any buildings? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's. This is all sort of in the in the in the square. He's next to the memorial. He's actually quite quite near the headquarters as well. Kind of moving around that way also. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to get up high. Up high. Yes. Yeah, great. Just, like just sort of teleport to I don't know, like a balcony or something, or, yeah. or or on top of a smaller store nearby. Probably the top of a small building nearby. Huh? But I'm going to keep an eye on him. Sure. So, so at, at the present time, just kind of scoping him out, watching him. Yep. Not, not sort of directly engaging or anything else like that. Yes, Hinge. I could uh, say I'm doing an assess roll. Uh, yes. Yes, actually. Actually, you, you absolutely could. So roll and add your superior, please. Yes. It is a nine. Wow. All right. That's fantastic. So basically what that means is that you get to ask one of these following questions. Excellent. And the questions are, what here can I use to whatever? What here is the biggest threat? Yeah. What here is the greatest danger? So sorry. Oh, actually, I think I have a whole heap of oh. I have different questions. There are also basic moves. Yes. That will allow you to do that. Oh yeah, no, totally, but I've got a uh, criminal mind. Oh, interesting. Yes. So ex- explain that one. Uh, so when I assess the situation, I can always ask one of the following questions even on a mess. That's amazing. Well, you so, definitely get this extra bonus question. Yes. So what here is useful or valuable to me? That's one. Mm-hmm. How could I best infuriate or provoke blank? Or what's the best way in or way past? Okay. I like that. Well, no, you, so you can definitely yeah. choose one of those, but and also... And also one of the basic moves for the sounds of it. So one of the basic questions. Yeah. And so just to finish off that list, there's uh, what here is in the greatest danger? Who here is the most vulnerable to me? And how could we best end this quickly? I'm going to say that actually, you know, I'll go with one of the basic ones. How best can we end this quickly? You get two. You get one from the basic and okay. one from your criminal. Oh, yes. Okay, Which so is good. How, so, how can we end this quickly? And yeah. Okay. Can I reinterpret the best way in? Best way to... Sure. What is the best way to stop him? That sounds like the first question yeah i know <laughs> no that's okay so look okay i i like this idea of getting zeitgeist to mm. help control the crowd oh, that, yeah. that's good but you're also but to end this quickly you're also going to need to either get him to either, either take him out or get him to flee basically yeah. so either get him to get him to leave and so his presence is gone or, or take him out whatever mm. whatever you can do and then getting zeitgeist to calm the crowd would, is a good idea i like that so that'll be definitely the best way to end this quickly okay so you now have you are now armed with this knowledge yes and if, and if you like you can communicate this to your companions if you want you can have the do we have communicators we do have communicators you have communicators let's let's get over to phoenix and Harold and see what they're up to. We haven't heard from them in a while. Uh, Phoenix and Harold, what are you two doing? Uh, so I was I was given an instruction. Y- you were, yes. <laughs> Which was to uh, do something about Hinge. Phoenix, you dash up towards Hinge. I think I'm just going to try and basically bear hug him so he can't hurt anybody else. Okay. And then just try and like see if I can get through to him. Okay, I like that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so it sounds like you're directly engaging a threat. Uh, the threat, the, the yes. threat being hinge. The argument could also be made that he's trying to comfort or support. Ooh, you know, you know what? That's 
actually a very good point. Or even or even defend. Hmm, this is this is interesting. I'm gonna say I think let it be dictated by how <laughs> Mark wants to approach the situation. Yeah. Just describe exactly what you're doing. So you're going up and bear hugging him and just kind of holding him basically restraining him type thing? Yeah, not hurting him. I'm mm-hmm. not fighting him. No, no, no. I'm stopping him from hurting anybody else than himself. Okay. And then like maybe just while I'm doing that I'm talking to him. Oh, I like that. Out of it. That's great. You know what? That's I, I think that's definitely defend, actually. You Woo. are you know, trying to keep him safe. Mm-hmm. Um cool. uh, from from an, an immediate threat. Himself. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I guess it's the most dangerous game. Roll and add your savior. That is nine overall. That is nine overall. Okay then. So it costs you. You expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. So basically he is going to be safe. Uh, It's just going to be the situation where uh, you are going to potentially expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. I think you've been punched in the ribs a few times. Yeah, I think I expose myself to danger because I'm sort of focusing on... Uh, hinge to the exclusion of pretty much anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's just like so many opportunities for me just to get attacked. Yes, that, that's the, that is very true. In fact, so while whilst that is occurring, we will say that the, the crowd basically go to descend upon you as well and start to throw some punches in your general direction. Mark, would you please roll to take a powerful blow as a surge of rage-filled people descend upon you while you hold Hinge close. Does he also benefit from choosing one? The add team to pool. Oh, uh, sorry, one, 100%. You can either add team to the pool, you can take influence over somebody that you protect, or you can clear a condition. Uh, I'll clear a condition. Great. Because I've still got the condition of guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of me putting my body on the line to... Absolutely, yeah, yeah. To, to protect... So after clearing the condition, now roll to take a powerful blow. Very important. So oh, you, oh. you simply roll and add however many conditions you have now. Which is now none. Uh-huh. You want to roll low. I did not roll low. I rolled another seven. <laughs> it is completely up to you. Uh, you can give ground. Your op- your opposition will get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You can struggle past the pain and get two conditions. Mm-hmm. Or you can lash out verbally, provoking a teammate to foolhardy action or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. Uh, I think I'll give ground. Okay. So what that what, what happens is then, while that happens and, and the people start to beat down around you, you notice, and actually Sam, you, you definitely yes. notice that the red-headed guy starts to like look... With, with concern at this situation okay. happening and so sort of stalks up towards Mark and basically sort of starts to hold his hand out his eyes start to glow red you all see this of course as well what does anyone do? I want to teleport behind him okay yep Perfect. And subdue. Okay, that sounds like you're directly engaging a threat. You want to talk behind him and punch him, kick him, zap him with something. You use gadgetry, right? Like, do, you um, have, do you have like electric power gloves? Do you have like a teaser? Like, um, stab him with your. Crime. What is your gadgetry weapon? Gadgetry is pretty flexible. Yeah, I will probably taser. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the best way to go about it. I like it. That's great. Okay, so uh, you're directly engaging a threat, so roll and add your danger. Yes, all right. Add plus one as well, because you assessed and you're acting on answers. That is very true. Yes, correct. Um, nine. That's pretty good. Does anybody want to help? Uh, when I say anyone, it really, would really have to be Harold because currently, uh, currently, uh, Eclipse is out hunting the Zeitgeist. But Harold, can you describe how narratively you help uh, Ricochet bring that up to a nice fat ten? Um, take take out this guy with the red hair. I was going to do my own thing uh, to do it, which could just be part of helping. But yeah, could be. 
simply just cover his face. That all about do it. Do it with a large arm. This is very good. Literally cover his face up. No, I like eyes, it. Eyes, mouth. Yeah, it's just like he seems to be using his eyes. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so that that will bring up to a ten. Yes. Okay, that's great. So you get to pick two. You get to resist his blows entirely, mm-hmm. or you get to take something from him, or you get to create an opportunity for your allies, or you get to impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. He's been staring at the crowd. Yeah. And, and his eyes have been glowing. Yes. I would like to take away... His ability to breathe. No, 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 no. Well, it would help in knocking him out. Temporarily. Could you take away the crowd or could you take away me from my previous influence? Actually, could we do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you take away his control over Hinge. Yes. Perfect. Okay, that's that's great. So we'll just say that, like, basically, while Harold covers his face, you just kind of get in between him and Ben. You m- m- maybe are you zapping him, teasing him, that kind of thing. Um, well, the original idea was that I was going to force his arm up behind his back and he's in that way. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, it's a strong hit. You can definitely mm. describe it however you like. So yeah. you whip his arm up behind his back and you you do that. Yeah. And I guess you I was going to whirl him around as well. Ow! <laughs> no, nice. no, no, like bodily, like. Well, yeah, but around. when you tase him, yeah, yes. they're going straight into me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, I didn't know how you were going. It, to it doesn't matter. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just no, giving you right. a hard look and ow. <laughs> so you, so you get a ow, uh, and so you also resist his blows as well. Yes. So you don't. Yeah, perfect. Okay. By so not you, giving him a chance to hit me. That's awesome. So you do that. You zap him, and he like, he turns around and looks really, really freaked out. And all of a sudden, just like you do, he blinks out of existence, but he's gone. Hinge. Actually, that is probably due, I think, with Zeitgeist before no. I go. Oh, first. yeah. I mean, I'm, first of all, all I was going to say, Hinge, is that you, uh, you know, you regain uh, yes. full so use of your faculties. breath and, like, trying to shake my head as I realise that I'm being held back by... Uh, <laughs> being, held, being held slightly off the ground. Yeah. Oh, so tenderly by Phoenix. Suspended. So at the very least, you can feel me uh, unclench and relax. Yeah, like, you're, you're, yes. you're not struggling against me anymore. Indeed. Eclipse, you find Zeitgeist in the crowd. At the present time, he is just grabbing a trash can and trying to upend it. What do you do? I just grab her by the shoulder and just say, Zeitgeist, we need you. Come here, quick. It sounds like you're trying to provoke someone to do something you want. Yep. So roll and add your superior, please. Can do. Oof, minus two. Hmm. It's not good. Seven. Nice. That's pretty good. Okay, fantastic then. So, so you are... They are going to overreact, okay? So he just turns around, looks you up and down, and says, What? No! I I I have to listen to you! Shut up! Why would I do what you say? What's happening? Are you doing this? No, not me. I swear to God. I I just... I I think that people are under a compulsion, and I I think maybe if it's mind control related, you might be able to help. That's why I need your help. Alright, alright. Okay, and so he turns and looks and says, and has has a look at the crowd, and just kind of goes, okay, okay. So it's a lot of people, a lot of people at once. That's fine. That's fine. Um, hey, let's just all calm down now. Let's just all calm down. Big breath in. And surprisingly, somehow, 
It actually works. <laughs> and, and eventually everyone starts to stop punching the door. Like, trash cans are not upended. People are not being punched in the face. The, a, a couple of kids are, like, rolling around, wrestling on the ground, rubbing dirt in, into each other's faces, and they sort of stop and say, like, oh, this is embarrassing. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so with, with, with that, the crowd starts to sort of mill about, and a few people just, like, turn to each other and sort of, like, you know, gently grab each other and say, listen, I'm sorry about that. Oh, dearie me. What the, what the hell's happening? What's going on? All that kind of thing. So that guy just sort of sits there and like looks like he, he looks very, very pleased with himself and just sort of says, yeah, all right. What was the news- newsreader doing? This is good. Um, so at the present time, newsreader actually was just kind of sitting around looking and looking at Mr. Holler, looking at yourself, who now is looking at you all with some mm, confusion. The hostility isn't quite there. He seems mostly confused more than anything else. What did he do, do during this? Uh, during this, uh, next to nothing. He, right. it, it looks like he was, he was looking around for the source of the problem, but was unable to locate it. Right. Possibly inundated with the various uh, empathic readings and the thought bubbles. He was yeah. probably looking around, looking for the thought bubble that said, ha ha ha, I'm causing all this shit. Yeah, yeah. And, just, and just, you know, frankly, just because you acted so quickly and efficiently, didn't actually have time to locate the person behind it before, you know, it, it was all resolved nicely. Yeah, what? yeah he was too busy. Is he looking to blame us for it? They didn't, yeah. That's there very we true. Go. So he just sort of sits there now, just looking a little bit confused and looking at you. And yeah, looking what am I thinking now? What are you? That's a good question. Useless git. Makes a big song and dance about us and then does nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> In the background, you hear Mr. Holler say, no! Like this booming, you know, uh, sonically enhanced super voice just echoes across the square. All children from my academy, please report to the bus. Aww. And Obscura, especially. <laughs> Is she still invisible? She's still invisible. Is she still in the same place? Yes. You smell her you, you can still smell her there. Oh, well, that's what I say to him. That's what I think right at him. Okay. You tell him the prince is dead. <laughs> he, he looks like he's going to say something. You're an obsolete format, mate. <laughs> it looks oh. like he's going to say something and then just kind of realizes that, no, you assisted in de-escalating the situation. Oh, just... we assisted, did we? Oh. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I mean, um, his look conveys yeah, yeah, right. that there is that moment of... All right, all right. And then he just looks down and just sort of gives you a little nod and then turns and slinks off ominously. Obscura comes out of her invisibility and then just goes, all right, let's go. (laughs) And just sort of toddles back to the bus. I assume that the five of you regroup whilst heading back to the bus. Anything you want to say to each other while you do so? Thanks. What happened to that guy? Motherfucker teleported. Right, does anyone know who he is? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to call him mob mentality. Okay. Uh, when you first encounter an important superhuman phenomenon, roll plus superior. May I do this? This has been reading through the files. Yes, you sure can. Thank you. Are you referring to the back computer? Uh, <laughs> yeah, good well be. So let's see, with superior, I'm not suffering any conditions that's going to impede that. Let's see, that is going to be a nine. No, sorry, an eight. On a hit, Tell the team one important detail you've learned from your studies. The GM will tell you what, if anything, seems different from what you remember. On a 10+, plus, ask the GM a follow-up question, and they'll answer it honestly. Okay, that's pretty cool. All I right, like so in my case, yeah, let's see. Yep, tell one important detail, and the GM will tell you what, if anything, seems different. Okay, interesting. Well, please. All right. Do I know the guy's name, I suppose, is, the, is probably the take-home point. So his name is Riot Guy. It's just Riot, but I nicknamed him Phil Rye the Riot Guy in my notes. Phil Rye the Riot yeah. But uh, but no, we can. I mean, 
right. Maybe he has a few different names. I, I like that idea. It's not the idea that earlier I joked about Zeitgeist being called Bob Mentality if they were a villain, and then lo and behold, <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> okay, okay man. Uh, Sorry. All right. I read about him before. Uh, he's he's called the Riot. He was a bit of a big name, uh, late eighties, early nineties. <laughs> Uh, soccer fields a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. A um, lot of lot of uh, Manchester and Liverpool yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, losses can be attributed. Uh, the outcome of that can be attributed directly to his involvement. Fans like them, notwithstanding. What is anything that's different about what I can recount here? <laughs> I have no, and uh, of late, uh, I think he's been mostly just confining himself to online forum arguments and <laughs> YouTube, YouTube videos. I can actually supplement that with Please. some more information that yeah. uh, you can find out. So uh, he's kind of toiled in obscurity after, for the most part, uh, uh, the uh, riots happening around football games having improved in recent years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's actually basically just trying to draw attention to himself by attacking the headquarters of the Knights. He wants to become... A new arch villain. <laughs> he's new to the whole arching business. Yeah, that's right. So he's trying. He's trying to attract their attention and just do a bit of a look at me, look at me type thing. But indirectly, because he did it obviously after they left, so he's still a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, in addition to the whole um, the, the, the soccer thing, probably true. But I dare say he would have made his heyday uh, in the Thatcher era. So <laughs> yes, uh, a lot of a lot of problems say with Ireland, Ireland and England. A lot of problems with um, mm-hmm. uh, unions and what was the other one? The the the, uh, the Falkland War. Oh yes, Falklands. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, sorry. That's okay. Right. <laughs> I just realised very yeah. quickly. So he was he was a big deal in the Thatcher era, and then um, slowly and surely fell out of irrelevance as um, people became a little bit more sensitive to uh, this type of thing. That's fantastic. I love that. So, so you're explaining all this as you slowly make your way through to, through to the bus, of course. Yeah, and, and then uh, Mr. Hollow yeah. is ushering people on. Anything else to add? I'll be in the middle of the bus, you know, where the lift lift takes you up. Yeah. In the wheelchair. So you're in the middle. So you sit, sit by yourself, but that's okay. Harold has been irritated by something hot in his arm. Okay. And mm. so basically really focusing in and sort of causing the flesh to part, he finds the still hot from the electric shock. Yes. Still, you know, having heated the glass when he got shocked mm. by riot, mm-hmm. the vial of vibe oh, yeah, that he hadn't previously felt, mm. and looking at it speculatively, then closes the flesh over it. Oh, oh no! And we will end that scene there. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.